We welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church. We are so glad that you have tuned in on this weekend before Thanksgiving. I do hope that whenever you have your time of celebration with your family or close friends, that it will be a time not just of feasting on food, but feasting in the fellowship, the love in the room, sharing different mindsets of what we are thankful for, and that it not just center around the food, but on the Savior and all that He has done for us, not just on a certain day, but all throughout our days and our life. We are glad you're here. going to get started with our time here together uh, with a word of prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for the opportunity that you have given us by way of this podcast to be able to come, share in a time of worship, and to hear your word proclaimed. God, use this time in a special way and provide in ways that only you can as we hear your truths from the Bible, that it will bring us closer to you as we spend part of our prayer time on a daily basis and a regular basis in the mode of thanksgiving. And we love you and we thank you. And we pray these things in your son's precious and holy name. Amen. Thank you. 
today we are going to be spending our time looking at Psalm 100. It is Thanksgiving week. It is the time to count our blessings. And prayers to God is certainly a way to accomplish this. We are in the third week of our prayer series as well. And we have one more week to go. But I hope that we are already sensing how important prayer is. And each week we layer another vital aspect of prayer. But there is those certain prayers that we probably all prayed right before a meal or when we're in a serious and desperate situation we have a Lord help me kind of prayer. And a little bit on the lighter side as we start with, I wanted to share with you a story from Illustrations Unlimited that is titled, Even the Animals. Once upon a time, there was a man who went hunting. He was hunting bears. As he trudged through the forest looking for bears, he came upon a large and steep hill. He climbed the hill and just as he was pulling himself up over the last outcropping of rocks, a huge bear met him nose to nose. The bear roared fiercely. The man was so scared that he lost his balance and fell down the hill with the bear not far behind. On the trip down the hill, the man lost his gun. When he finally stopped tumbling, he found that he had a broken leg. Escape was impossible. And so the man, who had never been particularly religious, in fact, this hunting expedition was on a Sunday morning, and he prayed, God, if you'll make this bear a Christian, I'll be happy with whatever lot you give me for the rest of my life. Well, the bear was no more than three feet away from the man when it stopped dead in its tracks, looked up to the heavens quizzically, and then fell to its knees and prayed in a loud voice, Lord, bless this food of which I am about to partake. Amen. <laughs> well... As we think about all the different prayers that we have offered, that one kind of ranks on up there with uh, wow kind of thing. Well, some of you have tuned in either one of the last of the last two weeks, and as a review, if you haven't listened for the last couple of weeks, we are in that four-week series on prayer using the acrostic for acts. The first week we looked at adoration, which is the starting of our prayer with giving praise to the one who is responsible for everything we have, and that is, of course, our Lord. Last week we spent our time on confession, which is what it says, confessing our sins to God. When we earnestly give a confession, we receive forgiveness of sins. But as we talked last week, that forgiveness means nothing to us unless we are willing to grant that forgiveness to those that offend 
and hurt us, whether they ask for that forgiveness or not. Knowing how our Lord does that for us every day and then some. Today is on Thanksgiving, and it's a very fitting day to do that since the day that many people look forward to all year is coming on Thursday of this week. And then next week we will finish up our series and look at supplication. Well, now today we are focusing on Thanksgiving. There's lots of different scriptures that speak on being thankful. But one of the more familiar ones is Psalm 100. Hear now God's word. Shout triumphantly to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with celebration. Come before Him with shouts of joy. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His own pasture. Enter His gates with thanks. Enter His courtyards with praise. Thank Him. Bless His name. Because the Lord is good. His loyal love lasts forever. His faithfulness lasts from generation after generation. This is the Word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. This psalm is one of those favorite scriptures for some people. It brings with it a powerful message, and that is to give thanks for all He has done, and continues to do for us in our prayers and our worship to Him. So many times, Thanksgiving may be the only time a prayer is offered before a meal is eaten. I just pray that that's not your household and not what you do on a regular basis. Now granted, I know some that do pray a prayer of Thanksgiving before most meals. But before the meal that you eat on Thursday or whatever day you spend time with your family and having that meal that is consumed that seems like it goes on and on and on with if you do the standard of the turkey and the dressing and all the other things. Maybe for some, before you dive in, you may spend a little time like we have done before of being around a circle and reflecting for some few minutes on all that you have. Maybe everybody says one thing they're thankful for. Then we rush right into the Thanksgiving prayer, and then it's time to feast on the meal. And depending on the time of day, there's probably a nap or going to bed shortly afterwards. And then for some... They start the next day early going to the malls or other stores to get those deals on that Friday. And that's it. Thanksgiving has come and gone for the year. Oh, I pray that that is not our mentality. I pray that 
We have a lot more to be thankful for than what can be said in a couple of minutes before a big meal. Doesn't God deserve more than that? We should be in a spirit of thanksgiving year-round, thanking your family, your friends, for the countless sacrifices that they do for you. Just like I said about adoration, we sometimes take the people that we love the most for granted. But as we did discuss a couple of weeks ago, it sure does feel good when you get appreciated and thanked for a job well done. So I pray that we not return that favor to someone else and let them know what they truly mean to you. And above all, as much as those other people, family members, co-workers, teachers, whoever they may be, do for you, God deserves our thanksgiving so much more on a daily basis. And it cannot or should not be all included one day out of the year. Now some of you may have heard the following sayings before. But even if you have, it sure won't hurt anyone to see how truly blessed we are again. Maybe there are times that we're feeling down and out and maybe don't think we've got all that much. But hopefully these little sayings will make you appreciate what you have a little bit more. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you're richer than 75% of this world. If you have money in the bank, cash in your wallet, spare change in a dish someplace, you're among the top 8% of the earth's wealthiest people. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you're more fortunate than the million who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of 500 million people in the world. As you think about service, attending services, or even listening to this podcast or any other religion-related meeting without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you're very fortunate. Billions of people cannot. So as we think about those different things, we might have not realized how good we had it. Thanksgiving is a time to be thankful. And yet so many times we take what we have for granted. We're constantly complaining we don't have some things. Or maybe we think that our friends have it and we should have it too. Or we just think just flat out we ought to get what we want every time without having to wait. But here is the challenge the Lord has for us this week. It's on the notes that you'll have in the podcast, and that is 
to be thankful for what you have and not be consumed with what you don't have. Hear that again. Be thankful for what you do have and not be consumed with what you don't have. Seems very simple, but I can promise you that that will be more difficult than you think if you think about how much of our day we spend complaining. If we change that to thanksgiving, oh, how our mentality will change. I do hope and pray that these statements that I read earlier show how truly blessed each of us are and that we are willing to show a little thanksgiving every now and then to the people that make it happen and also to our Lord above. It's not hard for us to count our blessings, is it? Most of us could quickly and easily jot down a rather lengthy list, including thanks for our family, our friends, food, clothing, vehicles, home, job, health, freedom, opportunities to succeed, and so on. Think about this. If we follow this logic, then it means that if we lack things in that list, we cannot give thanks. We can count our blessings only if we have stuff to count. As crazy as that sounds, that is the logic that a lot of people sell into. We've all at some point come upon hard times where we lost one or more of those aspects on the list. But are there not other things on the list that we could be thankful for? It makes us appreciate what we do have. However, as Psalm 100 tries to show us, there are other things to be thankful for that some would consider nothing at all. Not one physical, material, tangible thing is mentioned in the Scripture that we just read or in this Scripture we're about to hear from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 19. Hear what that scripture says that the Apostle Paul shared. Since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, this is the reason that I don't stop giving thanks to God for you when I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that makes God known to you. I pray that the eyes of your heart will have enough light to see what is the hope of God's call, what is the richness of God's glorious inheritance among believers, and what is the overwhelming greatness of God's power that is working among us believers. This power is conferred by the energy of God's powerful strength. Notice that Paul is 
giving constant things for thanks for things which are not things. Faith in the Lord, love toward others, a spirit of wisdom and revelation, the riches of God's glorious inheritance, and the immeasurable greatness of God's power. None of these blessings can be seen, touched, purchased, or possessed like food, clothing, vehicles, entertainment, etc. And yet, that list shows some of the very greatest gifts we could ever receive. I hope that we have seen today that there's a lot to be thankful for, both materially and the immaterial things that we have as well. And now that we have that knowledge, I hope that it didn't just go in one ear and out the other. Do something about it. Now is the time to start being thankful to our family, our friends, our co-workers, our classmates, our teachers, our students, but also to share our thanks to the Lord in our prayers, who deserves our thanksgiving for all He does for us. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, as we come before You today, we are thankful for all the ways that You work, for all the ways that You help us, for all the ways that you provide for us, even in our most difficult times. You provide. It may not be the way we planned, we hoped, we prayed, but yet you still are God. And I pray that as we spend this time in reflection, that we realize how blessed we are and we spend this week and the rest of our lives being thankful for all the things that you have done for us every day, as well as what you did on that cross by dying on it for our sins. And we love you, and we thank you, and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay in my head, I will sing of the goodness. Your voice, 
Good news. 